another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at Theater the Now, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. What's her name? A queen has been crowned, and it looks like this podcast host can predict the future, so call me now. It's time to break down the finale of Canada's Drag Race, and joining me on this special episode are two super fans of Block Talk. It's CJ and Jane. How are you? Hi, Hi. Michael. Long time listener, so, first time podcast. I, right? <laughs> I'm so excited to have you both. So excited to be here. <laughs> I, the other day, so I was like deciding who I wanted to have on, and like there are a bunch of queens who like would like to be on the show, and I was like, Fuck them! You two have been listening, and and Jeremy as well. We got to shout yes. out Jeremy, who's unfortunately here tonight. Um, but I was like, you know what? This I, I hit my two hundredth. I'm over two hundred now. You both have been with me for a very long time. Yes. Let's talk drag race. <laughs> yes, please. Um, and it's a, and it's a really good episode to talk about. Yes. Oh, the finale! Great episode. Yeah. What um, were your initial thoughts? I, going into this episode, I felt like the edit, looking at it, I was like, it's either going to be Priyanka or Bobo, because they were giving her this, like, underdog story, and I was like, we'll see what happens, maybe they'll surprise us, but uh, I was very, yeah, happy with the outcome, I am a Bobo stan, but I think we have a worthy winner, so. (laughs) Um, I'm very, very happy that Priyanka won, I was definitely rooting for her since the beginning. Same. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> Literally, every, every single week when I would ask my guests, the winner after X amount of episodes is, and they would say whoever, and I would be like, no, it's Priyanka. She just had, like, the strongest talking head throughout the entire season, so I kind yeah, I of mean, felt like it was a I, little I, I agree, and, like, even going back to my uh, preseason episode, um, when I was talking with Poppy and Courtney Conker, um, we discussed, uh, I, I ended it with, I think Priyanka would be a worthy first-time winner. And she got emotional being like, oh my god, first you said first time, there's going to be more. I was like, of course there's going to be more. Oh, yeah. There is something about Priyanka from the very, very beginning. She she literally is a superstar. So that song, perfection. It was 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 a perfect song choice in that way. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm very happy. But I will say, and I texted my friend Scout during it, and I was like, I am getting the Vivian vibes. I have this like gut feeling like Rita's just gonna walk away and I'm gonna be livid, and they're gonna delete the uh, Instagram because again, Priyanka was so high above yeah. any likes of b- both of them combined. Yeah. So I'm I'm very happy. I know there are a lot of people who are still like Jimbo should have won, but Jimbo should not have won based on the last few episodes. Yeah. Well. Uh- I mean, oh I, no! Okay. I am also like a huge Jimbo fan, and I my I, ideal. We top, all are. Yeah, right. my ideal top three. Like I wanted Jimbo to be on the top. Like I thought it was going to be Jimbo, Priyanka, and Rita. Yeah, um, I mean Jimbo should be very lucky. The ball came when the ball came because Jimbo would have been gone right. earlier in the season based on yeah. one of the worst ball performances 
ever. Yeah. yeah. I uh yeah, I love Bobo and I'm so glad she made it. But yeah, I'm I think yeah. Jimbo left when Jimbo's time on this yeah. show was done. Um but I was I was with you, Michael. We'll talk about it. But like there was a moment early on in the editing, I was like, are they when they said like clean slaves up, I was like, are they setting this up to like give Rita a reason to win? Right. And I was like getting nervous. I mean, like I you we all know I love my Davina. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> is this gonna be another Davina moment for me where I'm going to like throw things at my tv <laughs> but it was not but let's 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 yeah. dive into the episode it's yeah, after jimbo's legendary exit mm-hmm. it's time to li- read the literal creature from outer space's mirror message spread your legs <laughs> to be expected scarlet celebrates her win of uh, the ball she feels fucking good because they didn't think she was there priyanka gives a seance to her paper cage and throws it away because that was literal trash absolutely frank priyanka then reminds rita that not only was she a top all season but she had a lip sync the last two weeks and loop i don't think rita was too happy with that no yeah that is one thing uh this season i feel like they love to count their scorecards but whatever like i feel like Rita and jimbo especially if you come at them they're like their tone changes real quick you tell they do not like being called out it's, yeah, it was really interesting um, I would say plot. it's like an old person thing, but then I'm calling myself out. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Every time I think of Rita's old too, I'm like, she is not much older than I am. So. I know, <laughs> she's like my age, literally, and they're all calling her old. I'm like, is that how people see me now? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> That's why I had to get my brows waxed, because I feel, <laughs> feel youthful. It does make me feel youthful. Just For the listeners, they look great. Yeah, wait till I do they're the Botox fantastic. next. No, no. <laughs> So Rita is not into bottoming, um, but they do say she's a witch. Um, Priyanka and Scarlett are spooked when Rita starts singing her part of the verse from Not Sorry About It. Team L-E-M-O-N ain't gonna make it to the end. Yeah, as a reminder, that was Boa, Kiara, Naomi, Jimbo, and Lemon. Bye, bye, bye. Um, it's almost like the producers yeah. had a hand in it, but they didn't. Yeah. We're not calling Riggery here. <laughs> no, um, they... Uh... They did that to themselves. Yeah, but. <laughs> but as a reminder, let's talk statistics. Bobo has one maxi challenge win and has never been in the bottom. Rita has won three maxi challenges, has been bottoming twice. Priyanka has won two maxi challenges and has been in the bottom twice. It is a clean slate. It's anybody's game. And again, this was the moment where I was like, oh, fuck, I don't like this edit right now. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the first thing I thought. Also, mm-hmm. do they, is it just me or do they do this like scorecard thing? in the beginning of any episode more than any other season. I feel like they're always yes. like, let's go around in a circle in a very formulated way to remind everyone. I think, I think in my view of how the season is edited, at least, the producers have told them, here are your talking points to get mm. certain moments started. Um, and I think they accidentally told them to do the same talking point every fucking week. Yeah. Because um, again, this is their first time. They're trying to replicate the main show, but they're not the main show as we've come to learn yes <laughs> um so it, it, it they're, they're trying to do something with the storytelling that has been very repetitive i do not think this season would be good in a uh, binge watch it would no. be very yeah. very monotonous yeah yeah like how many times can you hear that priyanka was a tv host yeah right? no i love it right <laughs> i mean like we're gonna get to the interviews and i'm like we heard that those same words last week yeah, yeah. anyway Top three, next day, Rita has to prove herself and to everyone else, and she is ready to fight for the crown. 
Priyanka knows that it's cool to be here with all her ups and downs. Reminds us that the top three includes Miss Rita Vega, who has been doing drag forever. Another old Met reference. <laughs> Miss Scarlet Bobo, who is a punk rock queen who stands for her community. And her, what is she even doing there? Of course. And again, that's when it, it flips back to Priyanka. So you're like, all right, we got Rita, we got Priyanka. Haven't gotten Scarlet quite yet, but the editors are really handing me an emotional night. Scarlet thinks that Priyanka is her biggest competition because she is so invested in herself and her brand. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. She did not mention Rita. Yeah, I I thought I saw the same thing. And I have to agree with her, but there's a there's a few moments too where you see it is very much like even both in Scarlet's mind is like very focused on Priyanka. Yeah. And that's what's really interesting, because I know a lot of us have had very strong opinions on Rita's wins. I think maybe the cast had some issues with some of Rita's wins, too. Well, yeah, I mean, at least one of them, I think, should have been Scarlet, so I'm sure it should be if not two of them. Anastasia should have won um, the first challenge, and Scarlet should have won the second design challenge. Rita winning either of those was a complete joke to us all. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm curious to see what their real thoughts were throughout the season. Yeah. Talked about it. In the video message, Rue says the top three queens' names like they this wasn't a pre-recorded video. <laughs> I was like, oh, they edited this. They told Rue to say all the names, and when they finally had the top three, let's match it all together. All together yeah. I was like, how dumb do you think we really are? Yeah. I mean, we're dumb, but it's time to wear it well. Brooklyn, who is wearing a very a pretty suit very well, tells the top three that one of them will win, but they are all so deserving, and says that the final maxi challenge will be writing a new remix of You Wear It Well. It'll be a song and dance extravaganza as they will record uh, with resident producer Ralph and choreographer Hollywood Jade and Brooklyn Heights herself. They will also do a one-on-one interview with Jeffrey Boyer Chapman and Tracy Melcher, who will also be the guest judge of the week. And here's my question. Where's Stacey McKenzie? Yeah. <laughs> well, did she get like told you don't need to be here or did she have conflict she did yeah. nothing in this episode no she did nothing this season <laughs> well my thought oh go ahead Jane. oh no but she was my favorite judge though like okay okay um because she wasn't as like polarizing as jbc is Not we'll, at all. we'll talk about him later <laughs> um but and I also felt like a lot of her critiques were fair. Like, Absolutely. I agree with her a lot um, of the time. It's what's, what's really interesting to me is if you did a supercut of Jeffrey Boyer Chapman and a supercut of Stacey McKenzie, they both would be repetitive in the things they say. We just respect Stacey more because she's not being a cunt. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like, you like, said it, Michael. <laughs> he, she has literally said the same things to the same people week after week. Sometimes offering good critique because she does have a different background than Jeffrey does. But then Jeffrey just comes in with his fucking sass and like trying to be a typical homo and you're like, I can do it better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then Stacey being who she is always looks fabulous. Then you also have the adventures of (laughs) of GBC's makeups, which is It's like me trying to do makeup. (laughs) (laughs) When you said that, that's one of my first thoughts. It's like, is this elation? Yeah, right. Listen, I know I'm bad. I'm purposely oh, bad because I'm yeah. I'm not trained. I don't want to be good. Yeah. If I'm good, then people are going to be like, you should do it. I'm like, no. 
if he's yeah. not doing it, that means they hired someone to do his makeup, yeah. which is even worse. <laughs> I have to say, but in that moment, like you said, like, where's Stacey? I also was like, this whole episode, I was kind of like, why didn't we get more of Tracy this whole season? Right. It's almost yeah. at the same time, you're like, can Tracy replace Jeffrey? Yeah. Or can <laughs> she just be the guest host every week? Like, she, I thought her, like, intro, we'll talk when we get there. But I thought, too, I was like, why do we need the guest, like, judges being the host when she can clearly deliver all the lines and isn't at risk of like stealing RuPaul's job. Well, what's, I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, we've just recently got our um, uh, Drag Race Holland cast reveal and we see our main judge and host is doing it all on his own. Yeah. So I guess RuPaul's okay if it's in Holland. Yeah, <laughs> if it's not someone who and is not a drag in English. queen. Yeah, and in English, yeah. Wait, but can we talk about the guest hosts? For a minute like was anyone not surprised that rupaul was not the guest host um i considering was that not last... because they really? already threw michelle on yeah. and i don't think oh. rue wants to necessarily be associated fully with this version because i thought like since michelle was the guest host last week then it's like oh maybe rue will be next week I, I could see that. I, I What I'm going to predict is, like, next season, it'll be, like, Ross, and the season after that will be Carson or something like that. Oh, I don't right. think, because Rue's name's not on it, I don't yeah. think Rue wants to <laughs> be Maybe season four or... when he realizes <laughs> what, right. it, what he has there. I was, once right. he wasn't season in season four, the... once everyone's like, Hannah's Drag Race is better than RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Then it'll become RuPaul's Canada's Drag Race. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised when he wasn't on the first episode, like introducing it. I was, I was going to be surprised if he was yeah. on. Yeah, and again, it could have been a, a scheduling thing because they yeah. were um, filming in November, I believe, and I think we were still doing some AJ and the Queen stuff. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I always get confused of all the timelines. <sighs> that makes sense. So do I at this point. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. The, the um, October, we're getting uh, the second part of filming of Drag Race UK, where oh. they've all basically been like don't you touch any of your fucking costumes, but we're starting again. Because <laughs> I think they already got four episodes in. Oh, oh wow. Cool. I'm glad yeah. they're finishing it, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, there'll be timing, because they're filming, or a bunch of other filming has just ended or started or all those things, so <laughs> a lot of miles for RuPaul, I guess. You mean everybody <laughs> posted on the same day that they had a new photograph that they had? Okay, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. okay. All right, well, it's Riley recording an interview time. Rita has to write good lyrics because she is with two strong performers from um, the other lip sync moments. Bobo wants to talk about what she's done in the competition. Never in the bottom, straight to the top. That's a good lyric. That is a good lyric. Yeah. Well, it's not marketable for some merch, but it's a good lyric. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, when there, I was like, okay, I was excited. We'll see what it becomes. But yeah. Yeah. Like, and Priyanka needs a thesaurus because she needs another word for representation. And you know what? I probably need a thesaurus, thesaurus with, for that as well. But all eyes are on her. And she thinks Rita is going to be belting the A, B, C, D, E, F, Gs. And guess what? Those are all actual notes in music. She's smart. <laughs> so smart. Rita is excited to work with a super sweet Ralph, who I am still very unfamiliar with. Um, she sing talks and can't enunciate anything. Cue the alien actress montage. <laughs> it's a I'm hard actually, word. Yeah. I'm thankful they said that 8,000 times because <laughs> I was like, one, where is this coming from? And then maybe it kind of explains what we see later. <laughs> but it was like, oh, yeah. okay. 
Um, but then, like, Ralph makes her do some harmonies because she's a vocalist, and then you're like, okay, wait, maybe she's going to do well in this, this yeah. challenge. Scarlett chats with Jeffrey and Tracy, and Tracy's living for the jacket that she has no idea was on the runway in a terrible look. <laughs> well, I was like, that second, was shady. For the second, I thought it was a third version. I was like, did Scarlett really did bring three? <laughs> Oh, God. I mean, well, it's possible because the other one looked a little browner, but I think there was a lighting. Yeah. I went um, back and checked because I was like, and I, it was the one that her uh, sister who she made over right. was wearing. But, right, right. Yeah, there was a moment um, where I was like, why would you pack three of those? And she's wore, she wore the black one already last week, I think. Yeah. She just loves those jackets. I won't. Well, <laughs> she actually brought them for herself and she's like, fuck, I need something for my runway. Yeah. <laughs> Scarlett calls Drag Race the Olympics of drag, but she's grown significantly throughout the competition. She said she second-guessed herself and attached herself to her sisters. Uh, thank God she didn't say sissies. Yeah. But ultimately found her footing. Tracy gets Scarlett going as she starts to talk about her mother, who is her best friend and would stay for her entire shows, who would then beam watching her. Uh, and we hear again about the abusive relationship and how Mama Bobo is why she is where she is. She's excited to share her journey and experience with the queer community so they can relate and help others feel heard. It's really interesting because Scarlett has a really touching backstory. She is there for the queer community, but the show didn't present her that way. No, and I think it was only in these last couple of episodes where it was her talking. Mm -hmm. Like, they couldn't edit it around that message. I'm surprised. Like, yeah, they really didn't give her that storyline earlier or more often. No, I feel like definitely they kind of, like, she was like sort of like the sleeper and then the yeah. last like couple of episodes it's like oh remember her and it's like well it's oh, one of those things yeah. i mean you have a little over an hour to edit a single episode and put so like two three days worth of content in the episode most episodes you're focusing on the winner of the challenge the loser of the challenge and the people who you want to throw the scent on Scarlet wasn't that for the majority of the season so there wasn't a story for her to tell until we got to the end um so i think scarlet didn't necessarily get screwed by the editing she was so good she was forgettable yeah and i think that really hurt her and i was like ring for the whole time and i noticed like i was like at one point we need to start talking about how she's never even gotten a bad critique and they exactly I think they finally yeah. didn't have a choice but to talk about it mm -hmm. because they needed they were running out of people and they needed to give right. her a storyline yeah, well, Jeffrey reminds Scarlett that she manifested herself to the top three, and look at her now. Priyanka is reunited with her hot producer, um, and she's very excited. Um, her verse is broken into three parts, with singing parts and rap, and needs to impress the judges. Priyanka takes direction pretty damn well and discovers that she is, in fact, a singer. Um, oh, and her lipstick is still on the microphone. <laughs> to which I say, so in a COVID world, that would have been clean already. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. was like, oh, this was filmed before. <laughs> but then I was like, wait, that's really gross that it wasn't cleaned. Like, yeah. that was like five, four, five weeks ago? Yeah. I, so, yeah. I was like, is she just kidding? I couldn't yeah. tell, but she was like touching it, I think. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's time for Rita to interview, and she's not a fan of personal stuff, and I know people who are not a fan of personal <laughs> stuff until I force them to talk about personal stuff because they're jackass. Talk um, about, oh. <laughs> so, talk about a storyline. Like I know they don't have a lot of time for this stuff, but I feel like this episode there were at least a couple references to how closed off 
Rita is. Yeah. And I feel like some Drag Race seasons, you that's all Michelle talks about. But I was like, did we know this before? Like, I feel no, like it was such not. a talking point. I was like, I did not know this was a thing. That we No, had. so we learned that she was between two families growing up, but she is trying to open up a little more because you don't want to be a robot, which makes sense because you don't know your footing. You don't know where you, you stand. And, and how do you open up to people when you're flip-flopping from home to home your entire life? But again, we didn't hear her discuss this, and I don't know if it's because she didn't discuss it or because, again, it wasn't important to the overall arc of each episode. Right. Being yeah. at the bottom made her question if she's losing focus, but she's going to listen to her inner, um, inner because she's a winner. She's very proud to be French-Canadian, wants to bring the crown home to Montreal. And that's right. all they all want to do. They want to bring the crown yeah, home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except for anyone who's in Toronto, because you're already in Toronto. Um, Scarlett asks how much autotune they have, because she is pitchy. Um, hot producer reveals that Scarlett is not singing a note. It's a new note. And I was like, I that can't so actually hard. be true, but that was a really funny quote. Yeah. I know. I feel like he got, hot producer got more uh, time than like any producer's ever got. Right. I was like, can we have hot producer and not Ralph? Yeah. <laughs> Again, who is Ralph? Is any can please, I, someone please point me to Ralph's music? I feel like this show did that a lot to me, where I'm like, just like have a talking head fill me in because I'm like, because we got talking heads about other on. people too. Yes. Um, <laughs> like Mary Walsh and um, uh, the, the 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 drag queen lady. Like we got all the information, but we've no, no fucking idea who Ralph is. <laughs> Whatever. That's just me. It's. Priyanka's time to chat, and she says uh, she learns something new about herself every week on the main stage and knew she had a lot more growing to do. She doesn't want to put on a different face as Mark and Priyanka and that she's a lot of fun and just as crazy as both. She calls herself the Hannah Montana of Canada with two Instagrams, but looking back, she got to be both versions of herself on Drag Race and Mark and Priyanka can finally live together. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah I really appreciated that her interview there and I feel like yeah. it did show a different side and I related someone who came out later and I was like this is a really like touching moment I feel like we got that yeah I, time, I'm, I'm curious to know how like parents of kids who would watch Mark slash Suki um, on this YTV television program to now know who they are I don't know how Canada is in the world of homophobia and everything but I feel like they're a little more accepting than we are here yeah yeah. Um, so I hope all things are good, and you know what? Maybe maybe bring Priyanka back to that show for a, an episode. That would be cool. Just don't curse as much as she does. Yeah. That'd be cool. She just wants her dad to be proud of her, even though he doesn't know that she's gay until now, um, and allow people to come out earlier and be proud of who they are. Just be gay. Order your merch today. <laughs> she knew. She I've knows. Already sh yeah. I've already placed my order. Like, I, I would say that her and Trixie have been the best brand ambassadors for their own personal persona the show has ever seen. There have been some people who have been, like, able to, like, Ms. Um, Vanjie, Ms. Vanjie. It's, it, it's, it's not as good as what I think Priyanka has put out and what Trixie has clearly done with her career. And it's also, like, not as intentional. Like, Priyanka, right. from the first minute she walked in, knew what she was her brand was and what merch yeah. she was going to try to come out of the yeah. show with right and, and again it, it it came in naturally and you and we appreciated it jimbo i think is very similar jimbo 
just said crazy ass shit and you're like put that on a t-shirt i'll buy it like i really do want to buy it. it's my special day um because every day is my special day <laughs> choreo time it's ebony and ivory as brooklyn and hollywood jader wearing velvet jumpsuits no <laughs> Rita is not a fast learner when it comes to choreography, and she is with two drag dancers. Okay, I wouldn't really call Priyanka a drag dancer. Uh, she moves well, but she's not a dancer. She's not like Lemon. She's not like Bobo. Like, she, she can move. Yeah. Before Priyanka said it, I clocked Rita's outfit to the rehearsal <laughs> because that was dumb. That yeah. is not dance attire especially for a non-dancer me i'm a non-dancer i if you taught me choreo i could possibly do it but you bet i would be in workout clothes to learn it oh yeah i know <laughs> i didn't really notice it until she said it i was like oh yeah that's ridiculous yeah. then i couldn't stop looking at it yeah it's not the matrix pleather doesn't breathe <laughs> as priyanka says she's never been more confused than she's been in the closet twice <laughs> again she's just too good yeah um <laughs> Hollywood Jade uses some weird words still to say what kind of moves to do. And it reminded me once again of Ra Tiki Tiki Ta Ta. And I was like, you're just gonna get, haunt me with that fucking verse for the rest of my life, aren't you, Bibi Zaharabane? <laughs> Talk about someone who really made that a thing. Yeah. <laughs> she made a fucking song out of it. Brooklyn is watching and noting what they're doing and what they're not doing, but she didn't really get up and do. Yeah, I was confused about <laughs> Brooklyn's need to be there. Right, and this is where I go back to where was Stacy because Brooklyn <laughs> yeah. didn't need to be there, Jeffrey no. didn't need to be there, Scarlett, I mean, uh, <laughs> Stacy wasn't there. So, like, what was the this episode? I felt since, like, it was the choreo, like, scene they were like brooklyn you're a dancer just just be there and like show them <laughs> yeah but again where was stacy i want to know where stacy was yeah she was she was busy that day she had they, to have they, been, it, like... they should have just put stacy and jeffrey as the interview yeah yeah that's why it makes me think they couldn't like right. she wasn't there or something but uh, let's be honest i don't think the two of them can actually conduct an interview tracy really fucking helped jeffrey yeah out. they needed they needed tracy's Lord. like expertise yeah. Also, where were the Tic Tacs during the interview? That's a Rue thing. Rue's not giving up <laughs> okay. everything. And, and the Tic Tacs have not been on every season. It's, it it fluctuates. I say, that was a nice break, though. I was like, okay, that stupid gimmick. <laughs> yeah, it's not the podcast. I mean, who, yeah. who wants to be on What's the Tea again? <laughs> so Scarlett tries to hide between behind uh, Rita so Brooklyn doesn't see her because Brooklyn has beautiful snake eyes that burn into your flesh. Do you okay. know anyone with beautiful snake eyes that burn into your flesh? Haven't met them yet. Maybe I'll meet Brooklyn one day and I can yeah. tell you that's true. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm very much a sucker for eyes. So if you have gorgeous eyes, I'll be like, <laughs> I, I guess there, there's something about Brooklyn in boy form that I'm like, I think it's your brows. I don't see eyes when I see you. <laughs> the giant brows. Get them waxed. <laughs> Start the trend. Yeah, Rita is behind the music. Scarlett is ahead. So does that mean Priyanka's perfect? Yeah. She's just <laughs> as lo looking like she's thinking too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the solo verse, Brooklyn tells Rita if she messes up, just make something up. Um, and Scarlett decides to just do it. And she's there. She's making it happen. Again, is Priyanka perfect? 
What's going on? Maybe, What's going on? You started breathing a sigh of relief as that yeah, was Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. It's elimination day. It's the final day in the workroom. Rita is wearing Priyanka's icy walk of shame coat. Priyanka's wearing some whiny, like wild shiny zebra print jacket that might have been left by Jimbo. What's going on? We're doing some jacket swaps? <laughs> they just picked up whatever was left, yeah. Why was no one wearing Scarlet's crap? <laughs> well, she wouldn't let anyone touch those uh, those jackets she loves. Right? <laughs> Priyanka thinks she's aged 10 years on the show and will join Scarlet to her face lady to get the all-star lips filter in the lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see that for Scarlet. No, please no. <laughs> no, there are some queens, once you see them get it, you're like... Blair, you were so cute before. Yeah. <laughs> As they joke, Scarlet's already been to the doctor a few times, so it's a little <laughs> more all-star. Scarlet wanted a refund of the Maxi Challenge, but now she's excited. She saved her sickest look for last. Okay. We'll tell you. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's time to get ready for the coronation, but first, we have to have a recap of all the things that happened on the season, and this is not going to sound and feel forced at all. No. Wait, <laughs> but before that, I think this happened, but did anyone catch that Scarlet was, like, doing Rita's brows at one point? They're like, when they go in, it looked no, like she I was, like, not. she looked like she was, like, helping her glue down her brows. I was like, oh, what is happening here? Maybe she lost a bet or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, well, ladies, let's, let's gossip and giggle. Um, they said the worst look of the season was Kine's glow-up look. Oh, uh, yeah. okay, maybe. Uh, why was it was everyone, too bad. Why was everyone reading her? I didn't think it was that. Because her skin and face were two <laughs> different shades of purple. Yeah. Oh, it was gross. Oh, yeah, God. I mean, it was bad. Was it the worst? I'm not sure, but I... Yeah, I, it I was the worst. <laughs> I mean, Scarlett said she looked like something out of Willy Wonka. Priyanka said she was offended by the look. It was bad. She went home for it, but... Well, as they touch on it on the mini reunion, I'm sure she also didn't make many friends, so they were they didn't feel bad throwing yeah. her under the bus. <laughs> no. Well, they all enjoyed the heritage moments, especially Rita, because she got to teabag Kiara. Good for you, bitch. I I do love how we find out these little like rum, like what crushes will... and stuff, and little moments throughout. Right. I mean, the amount of twinks that um, uh, Rita's into—is her, is her name really Michael Block? Oh. Not me. If you can't read yourself, how can you read anybody else? Priyanka says Snatch Game was awful, but she can make fun of it, and then she calls Rita's Snatch Game incredible. And I think she only said that because Rita was in the room and they couldn't talk about anybody else because I still hated um, Edith Piaf. No, I, I thought it was so good. I, I am an fine. Edith Piaf fan, so. Okay. I mean, I was like, I was like, you didn't even give me Mary Uncle Diop. <laughs> that is true. She could have. Um, yeah. She also said that Lemon Snatch, Snatch Game was so good. I'm still on the fence. I think it was funny. If JoJo didn't come out and say she appreciated it, I still would have called it offensive because Hale is not very nice. Yeah. Hale. <laughs> once, um, yeah, once JoJo gave the stamp of approval, I think it <laughs> I think Lemon for marketing and brand and merch should be se selling Hale. Yeah. <laughs> um, like literally just snip it off her head. And <laughs> yeah, right. I'll because take it. You know there are creepers who would buy it. Yeah, they wouldn't. <laughs> Priyanka cried so much, but Scarlet's face was frozen and filled up. Ha 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 And then we learn it's the pop star versus the rock star versus the French-Canadian diva. And you know what? 
I like diverse final threes because it is anyone's game. Yeah. As much as we were saying before, I was nervous, but it was fun because you're like, all of them are qualifying their way and they're different in that way. Yeah. Well, we get our final runway entrances from our Thrupple and Canada's squirrel friend uh, who hams it up. She's like, I am here. You're giving me money to do this. I am going to be my own RuPaul. She did very well. She was very good. She's like, I had to wait until episode 10 to get to talk. I'm using it. It is now time for the remix of You Wear It Well. Before we dive into the specific um, video, do we like You Wear It Well? The song or the performance? The song. Not not even the remix. The original You Wear It Well. Because I always thought it was one of the worst RuPaul songs that they force-fed us. It just doesn't, it doesn't move anywhere. It's very monotonous. It's very like 90s runway walk. Yeah. yeah. It's never been my favorite. I don't think I ever like actively disliked it. I never thought about it much. I guess that's like, to your point, I think this it being on this show throughout kind of like brought it back for me, but yeah. I thought they made it better. They did better. because it was remixed. There was, yeah. there was movement to it. There was, there was excitement. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't always happen when they touch a RuPaul song. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about it. They all look sickening in their rock looks, but for Scarlett, that really was just natural. This was something you would actually see her wear. I um, was obsessed, but I was like, yeah, that's their... That's I just, think, she brought that regular. I think Priyanka looked stunning and showing off her body, which she really hasn't done this season. That was kind of sexy and hot. Yeah. She looked great. The only thing I, I didn't I, like with Priyanka was the red ponytail. I don't think red hair is right for her. Yeah, and I didn't even notice it that much because she performed, you know what I mean? Like, everything else, I loved, it moved, I loved what she was wearing. It was, like, yeah. a little styled, which, not yeah, all the ways. So, Priyanka's lyrics, I thought, were absolutely incredible. Yeah. There was a brand, there was a story, question, answer, call me now. It was all done very, very smartly. Though She had the best lyrics, yeah. by far, I think, in all three parts. I thought it was just, like, again, she's so smart. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I, I, would, I would put it up there as one of the top lyrics of any RuPaul song challenge. And that opening, the opening part, especially where she's like, question, I could yeah. see that getting stuck in my head mm -hmm. all the time. Because the only other song that we hear um, someone say question um, is a little Destiny's Child moment. <laughs> and we all love that one. Exactly. She did her homework too. Yeah, but no, I think <laughs> in this challenge, Priyanka was exceptional. Yeah. You could see Rita stumble with a choreo because she didn't feel as confident. Yeah. No, she looked so uncomfortable. And the editors really helped her out. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. On the second watch is when I really clocked how uncomfortable she was, because they hit her pretty well in the editing. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. like, during, maybe we'll talk about the judging when they yeah, yeah. talked about her choreo, but. Uh, yeah, well, yeah it was one of those things where like, because they, because I really think they wanted everyone to feel like it was going to be a Priyanka versus Rita moment because there wasn't enough Scarlet to sh push. Right. They needed to save Rita as much. And again, I'm, I went back to um, Davina versus Vivian and I'm like, I was all eyes on Davina, but the producers were all eyes on Rita. They're giving yeah. me Rita. They're giving me a reason to want to accept Rita as a winner. I was like, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> And it didn't help Rita that I thought both Scarlett and Priyanka, their choreography, like, they were good. Like, you didn't, yeah. you know, there was no noticeable awkwardness in their performance. Yeah. Um, 
when when she got into reverse, they edited her to look like she still had a shot, but she was very stiff. And there's a reason why she has so many backup dancers when she performs in Montreal. She like, I'm not throwing any shade. There are a lot of fucking incredible drag queens in New York City who are elevated in their performance with backup dancers because they just have to do the basic moves with them and they all can like put on a show. That's Rita. That if you watch any of her videos, that's what she does. She can give you a performance. She's not the yeah. star. Yeah, and I mean, especially with choreography, because we've seen in some lip sync, she has the ability to emote and stuff. But yeah, if she has yeah. to, she's not going to be the the main dancer. Yeah, and then and then when Scarlett, she just killed it. Like the other two were just observing and, and living in Scarlett's world. She did a fucking good job. I, that, this with the lip sync in this, I was like. Part of me wishes we got to see her dance for her because she's so fun to watch. Absolutely. Her, her verse her verse wasn't my favorite. I think the opening was really good about yeah. representation and stuff. And then that last section. I mean, I don't even want to discuss Rita's verse because it was so nonsensical. <laughs> but yeah. I thought it was really funny, though. Like, the hot It was. <laughs> but where, like, so when in this season did we learn that she was an alien? Yeah. Well, in the beginning, she said, and like, right. And I didn't think I had clocked that then either. No, <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. the fact that she had to like explain, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And her, so. yeah, her voice helped, but I was like, what are these? Even the hot dog thing felt very forced. Like she made that joke. I think like one. Yeah. I'm in that uh, one of the acting challenges. Right. Like, she was trying to do a brand and get a T-shirt made that she was not <laughs> going to get made. Um. <laughs> In the recent years, in the recent year of um, drag, um, that starting in UK and then going into All Stars five and all and season twelve, and this, how does will you wear it well rank to the other finale um, songs? I think this was a little better than um, to the moon. Yeah, yeah. it's. I still am furious about um, the the marketing of forcing those queens to do a stupid Las Vegas song. Um, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> it was it was okay. I think it was. Pro it's probably in the middle. I don't think it's going to be one I like remember. Right. So then, does that mean I call Shade as the best? I don't know. <laughs> so it's really weird. We had a weird, weird yeah. year, but don't worry, friends. We're gonna do a. Um, a, a Block Talk Showdown of the best um, RuPaul uh, lyric-written songs. I can't wait. Because <laughs> um, I, I firmly believe there's um, an underdog winner, but everyone's going to say, Reedy wrote you, and I'm going to be like, no, Frock Destroyers win it all. <laughs> yes, I do agree with that. <laughs> I miss them so much. Oh. I'm totally going to be that dick who watches the WoW Presents show because I just want to watch them again. They, and if they don't do that on their, if they don't do that on that tour, it's not for Listen, not, here's what I'm going to say. 2020 sucked. We all, we were, we missed out on so many things. The fact that we were this close to getting the Frock Destroyers to be UK's entry for Eurovision, fucking bullshit. We, I cannot believe we lost that out. I hope. There is some loophole that we're able to um, have them submit it for 2021. Let's hope. I mean, a lot Do of you imagine that song winning Eurovision? Yeah. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Break up, bye bye, and Waterloo yeah. in the same sentence? <laughs> I'm here for it. 
but yeah, I think it was a good song. I think it was it was a good way to end the season. There was a lot of energy. It, it's been better. It, it, it's a middle tier song, I think. Yeah, and I think they were high. Like Priyanka's was the high point. I think Scarlett yeah. was right in the middle, and then yeah, and Rita's voice is just so great, though. That Absolutely, like, yeah, just helps it. Yeah. Go sing. Go go make an album of Edith Piaf. That's what you need yeah. to do. But also, it's um, you know, when they like show them like recording their you know, singing verses and everything. It's like, it's all going to get auto-tuned anyway. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, and we saw, yeah, Scarlet. Scarlet, she's... That, right. that, I, have to, yeah. I have to say, that was one of the first ones in a long time where you could tell oh, as yeah. much. But, <laughs> I, if they told I mean, she them, asked for it, too. Yeah. I wonder if they told them they had to, because when Priyanka went in, she was like, I'm doing, like, three parts, and Ralph was like, are you rapping? She's like, well, I'm going to kind of sing the middle, and it felt like that's what... Scarlett did other, but I was like, Scarlett's opening part where she did more of like a talk rap was better. I was like, we couldn't have figured out a way to not have her sing, but. Get rid of Ralph. <laughs> Sorry, well, Ralph. I'm sure you're brilliant and a good person. I thought you gave great uh, critiques, but. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. Um, okay. Category is Coronation Eleganza. And in honor, are you ready? We are playing Crowning or Frowning. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> There's up. Rita Bega. No designers listed. She is very bad at this game. Yeah. Um, I can't get behind this look. I'm sorry. I get it. Rita is a wild, crazy Canadian, but if she had won, this look would be remembered forever as her crowning look. In yeah. any other runway, sure. But <laughs> this would have been Drag Race Sacrilege. I, she looked like a lizard lady more than an alien. I did not get alien without her having to tell us multiple times. I don't remember her alien from the first. And I, I thought the I, same thing. I was like, you say best drag. I don't think paint your body. Now, now here's what I'll say. I think without the paint, the gown was very pretty. Yeah. I, Gorgeous. I so Everything just, else was a miss for me. So does the cheese stand alone? Because I loved it. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, again, like I'll, let's announce it right now. Um, the audience went sixty percent crowning, forty percent frowning. So like, it's very mixed. But I'm okay being in the minority here. <laughs> I I'm with you though, Michael. I just thought it took away from the gown. I thought the gown was beautiful. Like I didn't. Yeah. Think it did. I can appreciate we've seen some poor body paint jobs throughout the season with people not sure, committing. Sure. She did a great job. But I thought even though the wig, I didn't get queen or like alien queen. There's like a weird ponytail in the back with the paint. Like I just. Well, and, I, and it was also, I think, dyed yellow because it was, it went white to yellow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just. But, but. I love it now. Flip us. Sell us on yeah, this look. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us why it was a good look. Okay. Because first of all, like for me, like it's just a personal preference. I yeah. do love like punk, quirky, like campy queens like that sure. so like and i know rita is like kind of like a punk queen so i'm like oh i'm like my heart so um i don't know and especially like let's say hypothetical if she did win the crown like that'd be so cool like oh my god this like okay. queen won the crown and look at her like walk on the runway well what i would say then is again if the editors knew that she was going to win they would have to pump in that alien storyline that we just never got um Fair. because again we really only heard this episode and maybe in the beginning i'm like 
What? Alien? Are, can, are Canadians aliens? I mean, <laughs> technically to us they are, but... Yeah, I felt the same thing. I went back watching it again. I was like, is there a re- Am I missing a thread of it? But, I, yeah, like I said, I love the gown, and that's why I'm like kind of pissed yeah. It was now, like... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was like, yeah, I'm like, it, it's like alien, like, eleganza. <laughs> yeah. For me. Well, let, let, let's talk about the judging a little bit. Stacey said her performance was spectacular um, with fashion and couture. Um, Jeffrey said that she owned every beat. Brooklyn said she killed it in her three harmonies. And she looked, um, she liked that she patted her ass. Um, Tracy liked that there was a difference between her maxi challenge and her alien goddess. Again, are they like pumping her up because the editors needed her to be pumped up? Or did we not necessarily see the same thing in the performance? Or did they just not want to say anything negative? Because I feel like they didn't give any negative critiques where I think for all of it, like even Scarlett, as much as I love her so much, I think there were some critiques that could be had about some of the things. Like I wonder if they just were like, we're going to, for as mean as we've been all season now, we're not going to, touch on some obvious like well i mean i i again i think it's very very easy to compare this finale to the finale of uh drag race uk Mm -hmm. um in that finale you had to eliminate baga from that final lip sync you could not allow baga chips to be in the same world as davina and the vivian because (laughs) the performance sucked that runway was a joke like you could not have allowed her and I think if they were going to cut one person based on the night, I think it would have been Rita, and I don't know if the fans would have been there for it. Well, was it the fans or, like, the show? Because I felt like... Well, I think, sh- yeah, you're right. I think the show as well, because, again, there are two very controversial wins she got. Yeah, and, and like, for me personally, like, not saying that... I, I don't know, when she was on the bottom and when she, like, lip-synced a couple of times, I... I don't think she, I think she should have gone home. Yeah, I I think Rita is probably an extraordinary live performer. Yes. She didn't necessarily translate on TV. I'm not going to say it was because of the accent. She was quirky and fun. And we all love Celine Dion for the accent. Um, She just didn't, I think she is, she's, as we learned, she's a closed off person. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what was her downfall in this finale. And I think, right. yeah, I think there were times, like, I agree with you, Jane, like, I don't know, I think the fandom kind of had their two, and I don't know if she was always in it, but I know some people, my roommate and stuff, who have really, like, gravitated towards, especially in the beginning, I think her fashion was, there was, like, this quirkiness and this edge, and I feel like these later episodes, kind of with, like, Jimbo and the ball, like, I just feel like she fell a step behind. Yeah. I, mean, I think she's definitely, like, maybe, like, a like she's a drag queen that like belongs on the stage but in tv i don't know like in terms of looks absolutely but performance maybe it might be a different story yeah i mean i i I think rita in the finale made sense it was um she is definitely someone who did a fairly good job on the season and she is a deserving person i would have been very upset if she won based on this episode yeah and I would not have been surprised if they just had the two lip sync, but I think they, right. because of, they I think it would have been too obvious. I think if they had done that, then the, because of the editing, you would have already known yeah. once they wanted to yeah. leave it open. But no, definitely speak- a frown for me. Yeah, frowning. Jane, you're going crowning? Oh, crowning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fine. Again, 60-40. Next up, we have Scarlet Bobo. No designers listed. 
I am personally so mixed on this. Like I said, this is a look you'll be remembered in, uh, remembered for should you win. I think this is a very good New York City drag competition finale level look. There's no spark. There's no pizzazz. It's punk, but it's not winner. I do yeah. love the pink lining, but I so desperately wanted it to match the hair. So I think I would have gone with red lining to complete the look. I, again, I think the hair was very mediocre. There was nothing wow about it. Um, it it was scarlet, but it was not a coronation look. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed in this look, only because the way she was talking about it earlier in the episode, too. And I love her, and I think I'm really mixed on it, too, because I, I like the way it moved. I like this, like, kind of, like, country rock look that she always, like, even in her performance look, she has this, like, that angle is very scarlet, but she's given us better, like, elegant, like, coronation yeah. looks, I think, that the look with that, like, gray hair and the smoke, mm -hmm. and that one, I feel oh, yeah. like that. yeah, I mean, that should have been the finale. Yeah, yeah. and, um, the thing for me that really threw me off, like, I like, I see what you're saying about the wig, I think, that compared to some of the wigs we've seen on the runway this season, at least it had an attempt to be styled. Um, but yeah, it wasn't my favorite. The nude illusion, though, that kept, wasn't fitting around the arms, it kept moving, that is the part that, where me, that was where my eye kept going, and that was the, that's the part and, where I had the biggest we, We've problems. seen Rita try to do the same thing. Nude illusions, they, you gotta fucking skin tight, make sure they fit you. Yeah. But they're so dangerous to work with because if you pull the wrong way, rip, you're done. Yeah, I mean, I felt like Scarlet's look compared to, like, the other two, kind of, like, basic? or it was, just it like was, it was very basic. Yeah, um, it just wasn't as, like, eye-catching or, like, gravitating right. like, compared to, like, if you were to see, like, Rita or Priyanka. Um, but other than that, like, I think for her for scarlet like to be in the finale and stuff it was a good look but not the best yeah brooklyn yeah. said they got to see what she does well and she used the space jeffrey said she brought the energy child uh <laughs> stacy said she looks classy with an edge and tracy's a fan of the train and swooping and she was swooping and duping and twirling yeah fine that's what it, yeah that's <laughs> what it was i have to say though at least like in this look if i want to say another positive because I will for my girl Scarlet that she at least stuck to who she is. Whereas I think there's a little bit of where Rita, I think one of the things for me for Rita too was like, gave us this whole new character kind of, we yeah. didn't see coming. Scarlet brought what she brought because she is Scarlet. And yeah. was it, if she had won, would it have been memorable to walk in? Probably not, so. I am going to give it a frowning. Frowning. I'm gonna disagree and say crowning because I think overall, at least it, I think, I still liked it. They had its flaws, but I still think. I that's fine. I mean, that's the beauty of drag. Everyone <laughs> is entitled to their opinion. <laughs> and then finally, Priyanka, who there is only one opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> outfit by Matthew Jusen. This is how you win. It's completely elegant. It represents such a strong me message. The white and burgundy are superb colors on her. I don't have anything negative to say. It was perfection. When it turned the corner, uh, if there was any doubt, I was—I knew she won. There was no way, like, yeah. speechless. We've never seen this in a finale coronation look. Yeah. Stunning. I mean, Brooklyn, 
said said it. She's basically said it. You win. Like <laughs> that runway is going to go down in history. And like I said, when you win, this is what you remember it in. The Vivian wore something stunning, and we're yeah. gonna remember that as her pro- as one of her top looks. This is what you want your winner to wear for your first yep. season because mm-hmm. it represents so much hope and diversity yeah. and allowance that anyone is allowed to do drag and you are not allowed to say otherwise. Yeah. It was there you said it perfectly, I think too. It's yeah. like it told a story without having to be told what the story was. Like you knew as soon as it turned the corner why she was wearing it, what it said. It was a message she was talking about throughout the season. It was just like Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Stacey said she was super sexy. Tracy called her performance effortless. Brooklyn said she looked like an Indian queen in the epitome of best drag. And, and really I, is. I got a little emotional watching it because yeah. you see Priyanka throughout the season as this funny, quirky, like, says what she wants to say in confessional, and she'll sometimes say it to your face, too. Um, she's shady, but she's deep down knows who she is as a human and that is not true for many drag queens yeah and i think thankfully these last couple seasons like this year of drag i feel like we've gotten to see that more on drag race and in canada than we've always like with juju v war some of i feel like there's we're getting a space right yeah uh, i mean uh, even angina yeah and angina's look and yeah the the main stage should be a celebration if you're going to have controversy, right. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you want to have controversy with what Jackie wore, it's at least allowing a conversation to be had. Exactly. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's what it should be. Yeah. I say there's only one answer. And the answer is crowning. Crowning. Yep. crowning. Whatever is beyond crowning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know who it was. I'm not, I didn't look because it was so furious, but some jackass... <laughs> or two did not give it a crowning. So 97% of the audience went uh, crowning, 3% went frowning. Wait, Their finger what? must have slipped. I know, I was like, <laughs> fuck it's an accident- you. It's an accidental uh, mishit, I've done those before. <laughs> you can't take it back. I was like, you, I was so furious. Um, before the final deliberation, they must answer why they should be crowned. So let's discuss. Rita says facts are facts, and she won the most maxi challenges. She's been doing drag for 13 years. She's worked hard. She's felt that she was an outsider and a typical, atypical, but she has the strength and confidence to carry the flag. She's also the first francophone in the top three and would like to win for all the francophones around the world. Um, again, those are French speaking people for those who are <laughs> ignorant and don't know what that means. Um, I'm going to say that this was a decently strong um, reason why she should win. I think maybe lost in translation a little bit. She could have pumped it up a little better with with um, the word wording. Yeah. But she's right. The facts are the facts. Yeah. And I do think it's hard. I think sometimes these feel forced. I think it's like the question I hate ever. Like, I feel like having to say why you win something, they know that's going to happen. But I think you're right. I think sometimes if she's as closed off, like we know too, I think she's saying her facts, but could be language. And I think, or just, yeah, her uncomfortable speaking about herself in that way. But I thought it was good. Yeah. But, um, could be Yeah. I mean, like you guys said, it, she totally like pointed out like the facts are facts. And it's like, well, it's all recorded and we all know it. it yeah. I would like to, I mean, we're, we'll discuss it uh, at the end, but 
I would very much like to compare Rita almost to Chad Michaels, where she's mm. great. She could yeah. win, but this was not her ch- chance to win. Put her yeah. on an all-star season, mm. she learns how to win. Yeah. Yeah. Do I want to see her on an all-star season? I think there are probably a lot more queens on this cast that I'd prefer to see. We'll discuss it. <laughs> Scarlett says she represents an interesting part of the community, community where she wasn't pageant enough to, or alternative enough. She never fit in, but every breath she took on the runway was true to herself. She wants to give all the youth the armor to be in this position and be there for all the kings, queens, non-binary performers, AMAB performers, AFAB performers which we rarely hear those words on that yep. show. Um, <laughs> she wants to be their voice and that you can have anything you dream of. She is ready to take on the responsibility. I have to say, I got a little emotional during this part because I think hearing those words on the main stage of Drag Race season were, was really powerful, yeah. I thought. She used her moment to like really say what she stood for and like <laughs> they weren't cutting that out. So she was going to yeah. get to talk about the whole community the way she... Like, yeah, and that wasn't well, going to be edited out or ignored. They, 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 the real con, um, edited that out based on some casting of the American series. Because yeah. if, if those who want don't don't want to hear spoilers, skip ahead a little bit. But <sighs> getting it, we got our, we got a trans performer, we got our that's, trans contestant. That's what I've heard. And we have potentially two currently trans um, all stars. So, real listened. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it is it, time and hearing those words be proudly said openly it's sad that it's a big step but it's a big step yeah, yeah. absolutely it's Bianca not- says she's a fucking superstar she's had her wins she's had her Miss Cleos ha 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 she fell and she can make fun of herself and she has grown from it she wants people to forget forget to about their lives and think they can do it too she wants to be their person if someone has no one. I don't think this was the best. Um, I wish she was more eloquent, and I think that's the thing about Priyanka, is she is better when she has more time to think. That being said, you knew this question was coming, bitch. Um, I, yeah. I, I just think... Th- oh, go ahead, Jane. Oh, no. Um, just, like, especially after coming from, like, Scarlet's um speech like that was like really like from the heart and then it's like oh really um (laughs) yeah it was not my favorite yeah i think sometimes like i can relate like using humor as like you're always your go-to moment i think that's what made her lyrics so great they really had a spot in the show and that's why she's such was a great talking head but yeah in this moment it's i was like i get the humor but give us a little more of yourself Mm -hmm. humor is a crutch when you're afraid of yourself so it's time for Untucked Junior. The girls walk in to see some company. Oh shit, it's the Limited Queens. And I have to say, I love this moment. Ever since they introduced yes. it in the UK, I was like, give me it every season. Yeah. This is so cute. Um, Lemon proposes a toast. And Alona asks how it feels to be top three. Well, Scarlett says they have not slept at all because I understand that. They're exhausted. Yeah. Priyanka asks if anyone is surprised they're the final three. Tainomi raises her hand. Not surprised there. <laughs> Alona said that she thought it would be Jimbo over Priyanka, and I thought Priyanka was just going to slash her. Um, then we have Juicebox returning and saying she's surprised that Lemon isn't there, and Lemon is surprised too. Yeah, that was a great one. And I, and I want to be like, Juicebox, 
You were there for one episode. You have no fucking idea what went down. <laughs> Which, I mean, we'll talk about a little bit, but yeah. that was the revelation of the episode. Of the episode oh, is that, no. gosh, I wish Ju- Juicebox was there longer. Well, Juicebox asked who won Snatch Game because she thought Priyanka was going to win. And everyone's <laughs> like, nope, she was the bottom. Um, Tainomi is pissed that Priyanka didn't miss Cleo because she told her not to. Now, I have two theories here. One, because Tainomi was going to do Miss Cleo, or two, because she knew it was going to be so bad and potentially offensive. Yeah. Well, she even said, I think she said, you're the worst Jamaican or something like that. Yeah. I think, I have a feeling Tainomi's heard the, the accent. And, oh, absolutely. And was, knew that was not a good idea. Um, but let's be real. If, if, if my theory of Tainomi was going to do Miss Cleo, that would have been equally as bad. Oh, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't think Cleo could. No, Miss Cleo is good if you yeah. are a good actor. Like when Shangela was going to do it, if she could have nailed the accent, it would have been hilarious because she's <laughs> yeah, funny. That's... But that turned out Irish, yeah. <laughs> not Jamaican. Um, but I thought that was very funny. Um, Kine is told she is a villain. And Priyanka wants to know if she was a bitch for television or if that's who she is. Thank you. That's the like question Priyanka, everyone had. Priyanka says how she feels. Kine says she didn't think she was bitchy to anyone and hopes that it's not what they think of her. Girl, the world thinks you're a bitch. (laughs) It's actually kind of sad that she wasn't putting it on. I mean, I wonder if she would have said if she was, but I'm like, that's the wrong answer. I know, that's very concerning. It's very concerning because those are the kind of people you have to watch out for because they will fucking destroy you. Yeah. Those are the ones that'll stab you in the back. As Jimbo says, I don't know if my sissy kind is the nicest sissy I got. That was so funny. <laughs> this, I agree. This is makes me, I love this part. It actually kind of made me want a whole reunion, right. but I, well, I like let, the mini. Let, let, let the queens do it and yes. not RuPaul. Ex- yeah, because then I it agree. becomes Andy Cohen and the, the Real Housewives bullshit. Yeah. No, no. Just let the queens <laughs> talk. I like this. Priyanka then gets emotional and wants everyone to know that Juicebox is an incredible drag queen and hates that she got home, uh, sent home early and jokes that Lemon should have gone home first, which a lot of people still believe should have happened. As people who listened to the um, preview episode, I had Juicebox as my runner-up. There is something in Juicebox that is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. She got fucked by the first challenge because I think she would have coasted to the end had she yeah. It's a shame because I would argue I think Kine should have been there instead of uh, Lemon maybe or instead of like I think and then you're not looking at having to choose between Juice Box and Lemon because right. it right. is I would not have wanted to lose Lemon episode one I think we would be having the same conversation if we got mm-hmm. to the finale and we're like we didn't get to see more of Lemon but yeah yeah but yeah definitely a revelation that everyone's like we love Juice Box and the and the audience is like. <laughs> You never said about a first out queen, except for Miss Vanjie, who gets forced back oh, yeah. on your fucking television screens. Let's well, talk about all stars. That's I think. Can right. we say she's a shoe in to be on the all stars? I think so. Um, yeah, we get a sissy moment because Alona thought she and Scarlett would be in the top three, but she got there without having to lip sync. Um, that's cool. Lemon says Priyanka is her fucking icon. Kiara is so proud of Rita and represents the entire province of Quebec. Uh, she says stuff in French, and I couldn't read the subtitles and type fast enough, so I don't know what she says. Sorry. <laughs> Scarlet is honored to do this with everyone. Oh, in case you didn't know, Anastasia was just yes. standing in the middle and didn't say a goddamn thing. I thank you. For, I was just about to say that the whole time I was like, "Where's where's Starzy? No, no." Where's she can't the, sit. She literally couldn't yeah. sit. 
Yeah. And she didn't say a goddamn thing. And I don't know if that's editors or if she was like, I don't want to be here. Yeah, she's like, um. Because I could see her. I'm not sure. Well, yeah. she also didn't write anything on the wall either. No, yeah. I think she she was checked out. She was like, I am contractually obligated to be here. You will see me in my best drag. That's all you get. Yeah. I don't see her having like either like a sassy moment or like something really super kind. So she's probably like, I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. I did. I, I was like, this is really weird. We have yet to even see her. Yeah. Well, before we get into uh, the big moment, we are going to examine the Eliminated Queen's looks. This is not where we're going to decide if they should move on to uh, another season, but we are going to play this round All-Star or Nah-Star. Alright. First up is Juice Box. Gown by Michael DeFrischio. Jewels by Ant Accessories. Hair by Wig Zaddy. As we know, this is a Juicebox Stan account, and as we know, I think this is absolutely stunning. The nude dress with the iridescent accents were simply radiant. She sparkled. I love the feather trim. That gave it an extra punch of eleganza. I really hope we get to see more of Juicebox in the future, because this is what we call best drag. Yeah. All-star. Like, All-star. Talk about another moment of being speechless. Like, uh, there was a moment in the mini... Untucked Junior, like, reunion, where I was like, who is that? Like, I was trying to figure out, because I didn't even recognize her. And when she came out, though, I was like, done. Awesome. Oh, the, the color. Oh, the best looks of the night, yeah. So special. And, yeah. and And it doesn't matter if you have tattoos. It was still yeah. elegant. And talk about, like, what you were saying before about Scarlett, like, matching the wig and the rest of the dress. Like, it, the color was just on point. It all They complimented it. it. Yeah. It tied it all together. Just beautiful, yeah. And yeah, her makeup's stunning. She's yeah. so good. And again, you want you want to talk about transformation of um, boy form to drag form. How is that the same human? Yeah. It's <laughs> incredible. I'm giving it an all-star. 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 78% of the audience went all-star. 22% went non-star. <laughs> Next up is Kine. Gown by Kine. I really don't understand why she tried to look 50 years older than she is. <laughs> um, the color yeah. is fine, but I expect to see this on, like, at an 80s wedding from the mother of the bride who was not pleased that she's shelling out all this money for her much prettier daughter. Um, maybe take the shoulders off and have a different sculpted wig. Maybe I can get on board with this, but this was terrible. Yeah, those are exactly, I said, like, it looked matronly and old and also looked, like, 80s prom or wedding, like, I just lose the jacket, maybe, but still, the shape of the dress, the color is fine, like you said, but, like, I don't know how you don't, how you not get, like, some, like, an older woman from this. Yeah. I get, and like, also, elegant sometimes feels that way. Oh, sorry, yeah. Jane. Oh, no, you're fine. And also, did anyone notice that, like, none of the judges, like, had any reaction? No, they were like, hmm? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think what, I, I, okay, I hope what Kyan has learned from this experience is yes, when you are a digital superstar, you are going to get praise for anything you do. You're going to get hate, but you're only going to hear the praise the majority of the time. I hope this was a learning experience that the different fandom has warned her that not everything you do is the shit. I also wonder as someone who makes a lot of their stuff, like she said before, and like you said, she made this, I wonder how much other eyes are seeing what she's selecting like when you have someone designing for you you can have a collaboration 
like you're saying, when you're online, I feel like if you're your only critique person critiquing what you're making, of course you're gonna think it looks good. You're not gonna make it if yeah. it's not. But I like mean, having another set of eyes is helpful. I, I I'm not going to cause too much drama right now, but there's a, a certain New York City queen uh, who makes their own stuff and thinks they're the shit when they wear it, and I'm like, no, you're not always the shit. Don't think you always are because you made it, and don't think you get extra points because you made it. Sometimes your looks are bad. And this is kind. I, I just have to compare the yeah. two. Not say names. It's the same thing. Um, Nostar. I can't. There's nothing about it for me. Yeah, Nostar for me. It's a yeah, Nostar. Well, the audience went 24% All Star and 76% Nostar. Next Anastasia Anakwe. Created by Anastasia with help from Amor Kimura and Xtina Monroe. Where was this Starzy all season? I hate the contacts, but everything else was wow. Like Kennedy Davenport wishes. Like this is Cleopatra coming at you. Um, there is nothing subtle about this aside from maybe that purple lip. But oh my God, this was breathtaking. Yeah. It was a Talk walking about- work of art. Talk about using your moment to not be forgotten. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely exquisite. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it too. I thought the contacts too. I agree. There's the one thing she wears them a lot though, so I, like, I think the it's time. like kind of her thing. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it, you don't all, even notice it though. I mean, I, or, I've never really loved them. I mean, Coco Montrese does it all the time. Kennedy Davenport does it all the time. Um, there are a lot of queens who love and use that as a crutch, but it doesn't really add too much yeah especially for this look when i want to be looking at everything else aside from your eyes exactly. yeah when you dress like that i'm not looking at your eyes that often anyway because right i do <laughs> i would like to know how heavy this was because she just like could not walk but also looked good walking in it yeah <laughs> but she... oh, oh no go ahead jane i keep oh i was gonna say like stars is like the silent killer like she doesn't, mm-hmm. she doesn't really like say much or anything but her looks i'm just like Oh my god. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah, this is absolutely an all-star for me. Yeah, all-star for me. All-star. Audience, 97% all-star, 3% non-star. So basically, it was a tie between her and um, Priyanka for the top look of the night. Even though, for the mo- like I was tracking the voting, it was the very end when Priyanka was knocked down yeah. from 100%. <laughs> so it hit the rock. I was yeah. just mad, yeah. All right, next up is Ty Nomi Banks. Outfit by Stephen Lejeune Hair by Edward Scissorhands. Jewels by Amped Accessories. I love it, but I also don't like it. It's Wakanda Forever realness, but the dress looks very frumpy on the bottom. And that's all I'm going to say. I, I had a similar thought. Like, when I first saw it, watching it live, I was like, oh, yeah, love it. I love the hair. That hasn't changed for me, but going back and rewatching it and looking at the photo again just to remind myself... I think her, what she always does well, I think, in this show was pulling a whole look together. And I think that's what sure. saves us and, like, is what people were reacting to uh, because she really carries the story through. But the dress itself, if she didn't have the hair, if she didn't sell it, I don't think is as effective. Yeah, I mean, like, with, with Tainomi, I really, like, want to love all of her looks and whatnot, but... And I, at first, I'm always like, yes, yes, great. This is awesome. But then, like, after, like, marinating on it, I'm like, wait, I'm like, actually, you could improve on that. Or maybe yeah. you could take this off. 
and again, as someone who is a legend of Canada, you would think that at least her wardrobe is a little better. Yeah. But it, it may be one of the situations where you're told you're the best in the shit all this time, and yeah. on a national stage, you're not. International stage, let's say. International stage. Or like when I, you're pulling looks together for like a show, like she does a lot of like amazing lip syncs and dance. I wonder right. how many times she's walking runways in that way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I personally am going to give it a non-star. I still have to go all-star because I what it makes me want to look at her more and okay. see her more. So yeah, I'm going all-star. Agree, all-star. Well, the audience agrees too. They were 63% all-star, 37% non-star. Next is Kiara. Outfit, gloves, earrings, headpiece by Suki Doll, nails by Ella Mode Nails. I love everything from the waist up. I think the chest piece is dynamite. She looks like a supermodel. It's the best paint she's done all season. But I cannot understand a sheer train and basic ass boots. It needed to be a fucking statement from top to bottom. I, oh, go ahead, Jane. <laughs> I, I, I kind of disagree because it's like, for, for Kiara, like I love the look. I, I think it's great. And the fact that, like, since everything is, like, you know, she has, like, the statement piece, like, on her face and, like, on, on her head. Like, I'm kind of okay if she, like, has something a little bit basic just to, like, level everything out. Like, it's balance. Fair, fair. Okay. I I don't like this. I'm, I think I'm, in, I'm definitely out here. I think it's just because we've seen it. I know it's her look, but we've seen the same silhouette from her sure every time she's on the runway and i think there's only so many times i can see like a big centerpiece in the flat chest that wears the same way i just and i agree i don't like the bottom for sure but i think all of it seems kind of basic i think her paint and what she has going on up top is probably the most interesting and probably the best she's done but i just think everything else is so expected from her and i think that's where i was like you have a chance to really show us and make us remember you one last time and i just don't know if it makes me want to see her. I, I would have been totally okay if you cut the train and then, like, did, like, thigh-high boots um, yeah. to really pull your eye up. Because, yes, yeah, she has stunning legs. She, she's not Naomi Small's legs, but she's got <laughs> great legs. The focus was on that chest piece and the headpiece. When you have that, that um, extra space, your eye goes down. Yeah. And I and like I want I didn't want that to happen, um, but at the end of the day, I still fucking think it's the best thing she's worn all fucking season. Yeah. I'm giving yeah. an all star. I agree, it's probably the best thing she's worn all season. Yeah, it's just not for me. I'm gonna go an all star. I I think it's definitely all star. So <laughs> audience, seventy eight percent all star, twenty two percent all star. Next, we got Boa. Hair by Cherry Blossom and Connor McCaldin. Look by Connor McCaldin. And again, this is the best thing Boa has worn all season. I think the silver is stunning on her. The cut of the dress with both the neck and the slip are sexy and showcases her curves perfectly. Normally, I would want something other than silver hair, but it works as everything in the look matches. If it was jet black hair, it would have been a knockout. I thought this was a great Boa moment. 100%. I, it's probably my favorite thing she's worn. I I think her padding, I think, yeah, her silhouette is stunning. I think she looks so elegant. But I think the, the breastplate still has a moment of camp that it, you're not losing 
Boa in it, like especially yeah. the fact that it's like such an obvious breastplate. I think it's the little nod to like a, a cheeky little campy moment that way, but she yeah. looks like she could be a James Bond character. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think this is definitely by far like Boa's best look, and she looked absolutely like gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I think it was really a s- interesting move that she didn't wear a necklace because, again, everything was shining already, so not having a necklace was okay. I don't know how, like, the silicone of a breastplate works and if you can put anything on it to stick, but maybe a little sparkle would have been cool. Yeah. To really just make... Um, yeah, I think this was a really cool look. I'm going to go All-Star. I'm going All-Star, too. We'll talk about it later, but it makes me really intrigued what else she can do she this is the runway i wish she did this more often <laughs> this is all-star absolutely uh audience was only 65 percent all-star 35 percent not star very interesting all right yeah next we that. have alona verily look by alona tks Eversar, and i am pun eagle feathers provided by tyler allen jacobs there is a clear and definitive story behind this look it's a powerful message using the jingle and fancy dance categories of um, uh, natives. This is who Alona is. The execution needed to be pumped up a bit more. It was a bit underwhelming for what this runway was and would have been if they had made the finale. That being said, you're going to remember this as Alona. Absolutely. Yeah. I loved it. I thought, I see what you're saying about like the execution and things, but I think. It was clear it was her. It was clear that what she was trying to say with this moment, they were trying to say yeah, with this I, moment. I, I want to, like, yeah. I, I will say, if I'm offending, please let me know. Because um, this may be a look where that if you added like a rhinestone to it, it would be like complete no-no. But when you compare it to someone like Priyanka, one super elegant, the other is a good look. And I wonder too, I don't know either. And I wonder if where one is like, it's natural to be a little more mm-hmm. in Priyanka's like to have that, the right. shininess and like, and here, I, I don't know if it would have taken away from the yeah. message or even like been a inaccurate or offensive. Cause again, um, I think the colors I think are not necessarily uh, traditional, but she yeah. used her colors. Colors, yeah. Which I appreciated. I thought that was really smart. Yeah. I mean, she still stayed on brand as mm-hmm. Alona. Because she, they, they are someone who, their Instagram, they're like, fuck you. I'm not putting any of my looks on there unless it's in pastel and it works for my Instagram. Well, yeah, know your, know your brand. I can't blame them for that. And yeah. But yeah, I think it was really smart. I think it caught a lot of people's eyes. I'm going to give it an all-star. Me all too. Star. Yeah, I think. So yeah, edge. 72% of the audience went all-star. 28% went not-star. Lemon. Look by Jamil Moreno, hair by the fabulous Carlos, the Uber driver. Again. This is quintessential Lemon. It's stupid. It's obnoxious. Exactly what you expect from her. I think the only negative is Big Bird, Big Bird had to die for this look. This is <laughs> stupid and fun. Like, yes. Thank you, Lemon. Yeah. I talk about not taking yourself too seriously in these moments and right. stuff. But also being on brand and knowing who you are, I think it looks like she took her pageant runway and just ripped it up a little bit, dragged the hair, but I liked it. It was again on rewatch. I was like, do I like it? Was I had a feeling it was like similar to, for me, like what you're saying for Tainomi a little bit. I'm like, Mm -hmm. is this like the best look? 
Yeah. I'm not sure, but do does it work for her? Does it work in this moment? Yeah. Like yeah. Jane, thoughts? I mean, I like Lemon has always been stunning on the runway, and this I, I feel like is not a disappointment. No. Um, yeah. But all star, all star, all star, all star. I mean, all star in so many ways. Yeah. But also, this dress kind of reminded me of a little bit of like Manila Lazan's like big Fully. bird. Fully, and that's why I yeah. said Big Bird had to die. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, audience went seventy percent all star, thirty percent non star, and finally Jimbo. No designers listed. Jimbo said, "I am the party clown, and the party clown is going to burn your eyes." She was proud to wear it with all the rainbows and the fluff and the clownery. There was just so much going on that you knew Jimbo was not messing around and said, "Ha ha! Surprise! I got something else for you, bitch." Yeah, uh, I hate it because yeah. it hurts, but I love it because she wore it for the fucking finale. <laughs> it was obnoxious, but so on Jimbo brand, and it was like something about it was just so like, like lovable and funny, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, like good job, Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo is an enigma in the Drag Race franchise mm -hmm. they're going to do their best to try to replicate jimbo and cast someone who is either an unknown and has this kind of flair or is just a, a drag clown you're never going to catch jimbo again you you caught the the lightning bug you set it free you're done let yeah. jimbo live i hate it i love it and that's what jimbo does to you well that's exactly what jimbo does and i don't like it but again like i can't stop looking at it it's and an all-star look it's an absolute yeah. all-star look and she, she it's one of those things i knew when she came out you were like she's gonna drop this we've seen that silhouette from her before but it's one of those things she goes so just jimbo that you can't you can't really critique it because it's like not meant for you to critique like she's just right. like this is what i'm wearing yeah. it's gonna be in your face it's like and i also i can't stop looking at it that i don't even care that the wig and everything is <laughs> yeah up there all-star all-star all yeah all-star i can't <laughs> audience went 76 percent all-star 24 percent not star so it is time to decide who is not going to win but first stacy needs to say something because she was mia all episode <laughs> um she says it was an honor to work with each and every one of them they each had a story of not being accepted and that as long as they accept themselves they are accepted and we're going to continue with everyone else because they need to have their moment too. Brooklyn then says drag is not about how you fall down, but how you rise. Jeffrey says they are all queeros to each and every kid watching. Okay. We've heard it all before. It was really <laughs> nice to hear. In addition to the title of Canada's Drag Race, the winner will get a custom crown and an scepter from Amped Accessories, who we stand, we love Amped Accessories. A year of hotel stays from Hilton, and I hope they can bank that in after COVID. Yeah. Um, and $100,000. Based on the Maxi Challenge and the runway, they will all lip sync for the crown. It's a menage a trois. Like I said, if I were going to cut one person, it would have been Rita based on this episode. Overall in the season, I would have cut Scarlet. I understand why they did the three of them. It's just going back to All-Stars 5. It's hard having a fucking three-person finale. Yeah. Unless you yeah. know what's the res what the result's going to be, kind of like in All-Stars 2. Um, I don't know. I don't love it. Yeah, or unless you like have in UK where one of them 
kind of just drop like it gives up a little bit and like i don't that's what the hard with three is how do you not cut but it is it's hard to have a lip sync and i understand i here, would here am i complaining about three person lip sync we all we all forget there was a six person six, yeah right say. we should all be thankful <laughs> um but i also felt this lip sync was just so my eye just kept going to scarlet because she was bouncing off walls everywhere and yeah. and like rita was just kind of standing there and yeah. Priyanka was fine but she didn't stick out like how in previous like lip sync performances yeah. that she well, did perform. For those listening if you don't remember the song is called You're a Superstar by Love Inc. I had personally never heard it before. Now listen Priyanka knew what the fuck she was doing because moments earlier she called herself a superstar mm -hmm. knowing what this song was going to be. This is how you achieve a television arc. She set herself up so well for this win. She knew this is how I'm going to make people remember me because I am a fucking superstar. When, that, when they announced the song, I was like, Oh, this girl yeah. <laughs> is so well-rounded when it comes to television production. Good on her. Yeah, I, I um, yeah. When if, when she heard the song and stuff, I think. Yeah. Because they all knew like, the song was coming, yeah. so it's not exactly. Surprising. Yeah, she, like again, what separates her from almost every other contestant this franchise has ever had is she does have television experience. She mm -hmm. knows awesome. what is going to be put on television. And she used it to her advantage, and you can't knock her for it. That being said, I almost freaked out again, too, because Scarlett really had the strongest performance of the song. She nailed it with the energy and her ability to move. Um, I think Priyanka brought campiness and her ability to command a stage to prove that she can lip sync. Yes. Scarlett did a reveal. Cool. Rita did a yeah. reveal. Eh. Reveals don't win crowns. Um, what I'm going to say, though, is I liked Rita's pantsuit more than I liked the gown. I was going to say I thought that was an example of a reveal just not doing anything. If anything, I was like, really? We went into a pants? Like, like I thought but, it... Yeah. At least it was interesting. Like, I wish you walked out in a pantsuit, like, for your Well, if you want to talk about doing runway. nothing, Scarlet took the dress off, and it was a fucking leotard. Yeah. But Scarlet <laughs> was like, if I'm not going to lip sync the whole season, you know I'm going to do every trick I have, whether right. it's the song or not. Running. And she needed to be able to... She That was built in for convenience, because yeah. she knew she was going to have to now, move... I would like to say, I think Scarlett lost it when she did the death drop in the wrong moment, even though she then re-got herself back in when she did the uh, stage run. But she death dropped in the wrong moment, and I am someone who's very, very particular yeah. in choreography ma matching what the moment needs. She knew she needed the death drop. She didn't have the right placement for it. There were moments and when they were zooming in on her lip syncing stuff, you could tell, like, I felt like she was nervous a little bit. Like, I felt oh, like her yeah. lip, her, like, enunciation, her lip syncing stuff was a little off. And I wonder if, like, her timing was just, even, like, when she was ahead of the beat in the choreography, like, practice, I wonder if it was just, like, she finally was on that stage lip syncing and it all got a little <laughs> away. But I still thought she was doing the most. And yeah. I had to pick yeah. a winner of oh, the lip sync her, but... Well, the then, Michael, let me ask you this. If you mm -hmm. think like, if Scarlett nailed like the choreo with, in tempo with the music, do you think she would have a stronger chance at the crown? Absolutely. I think there would have been a stronger case. But Priyanka just nailed it. Like yeah. she, she would have had to flop yeah. for Scarlett to have actually beaten her. 
And I think once when you when you're wearing that in a lip sync too, it's like my eyes just naturally kept going to Priyanka because she just looked, she just was commanding the stage and yeah. what she was wearing, how she was carrying herself at that lip sync. Uh, but I do wish they had both had more room. Yeah. No offense to Rita, like I think Rita was great, and I understand why that was a tough decision based on the arc of the season and what was put out today. But I like really wish it was just we saw two people up there, so your eye could like really focus yeah. on what both of them. Were I seeing. mean, I was watching this and I was having Davina flashbacks. So I was like is Priyanka not going to win? Like, is, are they really telling me like you're the fan favorite is about to lose because someone does a little better. I was scared. I was scared. I was very nervous, but it's time to reveal the winner. What's her name? That was so good. I, I cried. I literally cried. I've not cried at drag race ever. I was so happy. She's rich. I, I, I think every, I, I know that they filmed multiple endings. I don't know for a fact if it was two or three. Um, if someone does know, I am very curious for this specific one to know if they did all three. Um, because I'm not sure with All-Stars 5 how many they did. Yeah, I'm not sure. I would, I would, be, I believe, I would be surprised if they didn't do three. I, I believe they did three for that one. But for this one, I don't, I'm, I would not be surprised if they only did two. Um, just by the way, Scarlet was talking on social media um, mm. throughout the season. Yeah. Um, but I got some burning questions before we head off. Ready? Did the right queen win? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this was the Priyanka show. Yeah. I think th- I was just gonna say I think there was a moment, depending what Scarlet, based on the arcs going in, I think there were two people who were getting an edit where potentially, and depending what happened in the episode as a scarlet stan i was looking for something to be like uh like get behind but it was priyanka's show yeah and she did everything she needed to do this episode to deserve like to seal it yeah Priyanka, like again she had the best talking head she cracked like the best jokes like during her talking head so i just felt like she just had such a strong narrative absolutely and and that's kind of like saying a lot considering like side note the editing on the entire show was very weird. <laughs> she did their job for her, and that yeah. that yeah. showed. Like, definitely showed. What do you think Rita and Scarlett's legacy is going to be? I think Scarlett is already gunning for that All-Stars Season 7 spot really hard on social media. I think we'll see her on All-Stars eventually. If Whether it's a uh, U.S. versus the world, or however it looks, I would hope to see her again. I think Scarlett's legacy, I think she's memorable. I think she always did herself, and I think she, um, yeah, I think she was consistent never getting, I think she may have been one of the only people ever to never lip sync and make it to the finale. Um, I can't wait to keep seeing what she does. And I think Rita, too, I think she carried herself, like, really well. I think she has a lot of fans from this. I think as when you go on the show, one of the things you want to do is leave with a following to carry yeah. your career and i think she did that and i'm not sure i think you said i think she may get chad michaels moment on her all-stars i'm not sure if i'm craving an all-stars from her right away but we'll see. i mean like i it's funny that you michael mentioned that rita is kind of like the chad michaels in terms of like their perfection and their like report card and everything because I never thought of it that way but now that you did mention it I'm like I wouldn't be surprised if I did see Rita in All-Stars and if she does 
take it like in the first season of all stars um considering that she really did have like the strong like like narrative of that Mm -hmm. you could possibly win yeah how like chad did in season yeah i mean i i want to talk about who we think is going to be on a future all-star season first i want to go down the line and then I want us to each individually pick three people. Okay. So, for the three people that you would want to see. Mm. So we're gonna start on my screen. I think it should mirror the right way. We're gonna start with Alona Verley. Is she will, is she an all star? I don't know if I see her on. I think she's a tough one. I think because I think they have a really great message, and I think there's a lot to do there. But what? they did on this show i don't know if um that is craving like calling for an all-star uh appearance right away okay so obviously not not right away like not immediately like maybe a couple of seasons down the road but yeah i think she is going to potentially be the one of the first calls because Mm -hmm. you want to talk about television that's true. Alone yeah. of early is television. Mm-hmm. That's fair um, enough. Yeah. Will they make it past an episode one or two? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but I, Alona is television. That, very true. Yeah. Let's now discuss Tainomi Banks. I think she's done. I think Tainomi has had it with the show. She knows who she is. She is not meant for uh, Drag Race. She is done. I think they from the show standpoint, I could see an interest in bringing her back because of this redemption story she could have. She has such a name, it will get people to tune in. But I agree, I don't think she needs it. I don't think it does anything for her brand uh, since she is like so big in Canada. I don't know why she would put herself through that that again. Yeah. Cause like what she would need to do, she would need to improve the runway so much and I think that would alter who she is as a drag queen. I don't yeah. know if that's what she wants to do. Like my reaction. <laughs> yeah, you saw my reaction. <laughs> At first, I was going to say that, like, I totally see um, Tainomi in All Stars just because her reputation in Canada and that she is, you know, a queen that is very well respected, well known. So I thought maybe this could be like a redemption story for. For them, but... I, I just think if if she were to lose again, she would. <laughs> yeah. Keep an eye on her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, after hearing CJ like what you're saying that it's not good for their brand and like she might just be done and be like, I'm fine on my own. Yeah. That's also a valid point too. And I think a very similar argument can be made for Anastasia. Yep. I agree. I don't see her as an all-star. I don't no. think she's a pageant queen, and I think she's going to she's going to continue to win pageants and do her thing. But I just don't know what she necessarily brings and what the show gives her more uh, more to the point. I don't think the show gives her anything. I think it was have. so telling that she didn't talk in the episode that the show and her and her are done. They don't need each yeah. other. Well, also I think it's like there's people like Priyanka who are made to be on television, made yeah. to be talking heads. There's other people, I feel like, especially Anastasia, who they're, that's not how they are. They're not like meant to be talking heads and stuff. They let their art right. stand for themselves and they're not TV people and that's okay and I don't think everyone needs to come back. Yeah. 
next, we got Juicebox. And I'm going to say it. I would like to see her back. And I think the show does too, because they would not have included that moment if they didn't want to remind the audience that Juicebox is good. Yeah. I, I also could, could would not be surprised if um, for season two they brought her back. Yeah. I Yeah, go ahead, Jay. Oh, no. Um, for Juicebox, I would love to see more. Um, mm-hmm. I really thought, like, the lip sync between her and Lemon, I thought that would have been a double save. At least. Could you imagine the first episode? The first one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, it's like, let's spice yeah. it up a little bit. Um, but I would love to see more from Juicebox, and I feel like we we didn't get to see enough. Yeah. I whether they were going to include that moment with uh, Priyanka and like you were mentioning, Michael, whether they were going to include that right away, I think she forced their hand by look looking as great absolutely as she did walking out there. I think she forced them to comment on it and like put that in the show because yeah, it would have felt absent not to talk about how stunning she was and um, yeah, I'd be shocked if she's not on All Stars, but I could also see her having a Shangela moment, like yeah. jumping out of a box. And I could see her like yeah. <laughs> making it very far in another season if she gets her sewing down. Yeah. Well, let's talk about not the nicest sissy we got, Kine. I I don't think so. I don't need, I don't need the Kine I in think, an all-star. I think for Kine's brand, she should say, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you want, again, you want to talk about needing a villain for a show, you put Kine on your TV. I was going to say, like, I mean, you do need a villain in, like, in every season of Drag Race. And that's why I think they would go ahead with Alona over Kine, because Alona is a slight villain, but also, unfortunately, checks off a lot more boxes than Kine does. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think Alone also brings something else, like checks off boxes, but also has moments and is just like a, has more of a character too, yeah. I think, in a TV arc. Like, yes, do I think uh, Alona would make it far in an All-Stars? Probably not, but I think you could at least uh, see that. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, if Kai didn't realize that she was being a bitch when she was first on the show, I, she's not going to be able to change that and present <laughs> something else. Like, that's just not who she is. And yeah. All right, next we have Boa. This is a tough one for me. I agree. But I think so. I think, especially with that last runway, like, I don't know. I think for me, a lot of Boa's runways weren't my favorite. They were just like all camp with nothing else. But I think she showed in this, like, she has more. And I think, talk about good TV. I think she can be great TV. And uh, yeah, I think she will be on it. And I think I want to see her on it. Jane, what do you think? I mean, like, I love Boa, and I feel like the contestants had, like, a very love-hate thing with her, and and I think with that dynamic, it's good TV. Like, Boa's good TV. I think Boa will be on All-Star season. I don't know if it will necessarily be the first one. Um, I think Boa has a lot of growing she needs to still do, Um, and I think she needs to get the fans more on her side before she comes back um because she was very polarizing on the show not necessarily by personality but by performance when there were moments she was praised that we all thought that was shit 
Um, so I, I think Bowen has a lot of growing, but I think she will be eventually. And I think another consideration for her, especially, is like what the show asks of you too. Like, I just think in the acting challenges, like she has so much in her personality, just like not in that. Where, but whereas like Bag of Chips, talking about the UK right. comparisons, was able to bring that quirky person out, that loud personality, into the acting challenges exactly. and be memorable. Boa hasn't been able to do that, and I just think I don't know how well she will do in all such because that's so much of what the show asks right. you to do. Next, we have Lemon. I would love to see it. I don't know if it'll happen. <laughs> I think Lemon was loved. The audience would like to see Lemon again. So Lemon will be back. Yeah. I think Lemon took the critiques that she got from Brooklyn. And I think if she wants to succeed, she has mm -hmm. to accept them and yeah. do them and never show her body unless it actually works for a runway. She brought some really good moments. She was a very good outsider underdog. Mm -hmm. I personally don't necessarily think she's going to be a first round all-star, mm -hmm. but she's going to be back. Let's be real. She's back. I agree. I mean, I feel like Lemon probably just needs some time to perfect a couple of things here and there even though like her drag is like still really awesome yeah um so i think like she just kind of needs like that glow up um but i think like probably like all stars like two or three yeah i think she'll be like or stuck. honestly like put her on um an international throw her yep. into american yeah. i was just i was just gonna say this better i was just gonna say the same thing i was gonna say that I think I could see her coming back if they did like a US versus the world, however you do international, and either put her on the US side or have that dynamic of where she is a New York based. Wouldn't queen you love to against... see her compete against her former yeah. roommate? <laughs> yep. I don't think that's gonna happen now no. based on certain <laughs> things we may or may not know. But <laughs> how would that look to have Lemon and Jan on the same season having to compete against each other and the possibility of one of them voting the other out that's the television <laughs> that wheel better. yeah talk about television but if for her to do that i think she will have to have like a moment like a trixie where you just learn to do what makes you you as a drag queen the yellow the lemon stuff in a way that meets like yeah fits the drag race a little more and like you said padding and things like that well next up we got rita Vega. And I think we kind of discussed where Rita Bega fits in our version of an all-star nar narrative. I think when they invite her back and she accepts it, she will do very well um, because she's going to stay true to who she is. And I think the show likes her. Do I want her to win? No. Yeah. Will she? Probably. Probably, yeah. Does she bring I'm the same way that Chad TV Michaels. Yeah. Chad Michaels is great. I love what Chad Michaels does. Not my personal favorite drag queen. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know, like, we for a lot of them, I think their personality helps in this idea of the television story. I don't know what uh, Rita gives you in terms of if I'm thinking of how I'm going to tell a, a story from, a, like, a reality television standpoint, but she's a very good drag queen. Yeah. I think you could have her on an international season going against a French-speaking person. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, and Nikki Doll and seeing, like, having those dynamics. Mm. But... Um, 
<laughs> Those are possibilities, but yeah, I don't. She'd probably win. She's. I don't know if I would want that. I mean, I would love to see her on All Stars, and I just want to see like an alien queen win and crown. <laughs> <laughs> she should come back and just do alien looks. Yeah, then I'd love right. That would be amazing. Yeah. Well, let's talk about another Francophone, <laughs> um, Kiara. Mm. Yeah, I think we're all passing. Yeah. <laughs> I I just there was. I know there were a lot of people who love Kiara. I'm sure Kiara is fucking brilliant live. She gave some really good moments. I just did not connect with her. That may also yeah. be because the show did not want me to connect with her. Yeah. Um, sure. I have seen Kiara do Kiara, and I've seen other skinny legends do better on the franchise that I would prefer to see. Yeah. I, would, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't need it. <laughs> We're going to jump over Priyanka because they're not going to be be Zahara Bene her ever. No. Um, this is a different be franchise. Fair. So we're going to go to Scarlet. Uh, I think I've been very clear. I would. I hope it happens sooner rather than later. I think she'd be great on it. I agree because uh, I can see Scarlet fading in the background. You can, Yeah? If she if they don't cast her oh, right, right yes. in, in I the I see what you're saying, yeah. There are going to be too many other personalities jumping into the season. They got her, yeah, yeah. Take advantage now. Yeah. yeah. Because I think on All Stars she would do well, but I think she's not going to be one who's going to keep herself in the spotlight. Just oh, she she's... will either do well or she will be out immediately because she'll push yeah. herself way too hard. Hard, yeah. Because this is traumatizing. What she just oh, went yeah. through was so traumatizing. Yeah. To be told you are safe and good, but not good enough. Not good enough, yeah. yeah. And finally, Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo is the first ask. Yeah. Jimbo is the first person from this cast that will be asked back to the show. Yep. Jimbo will not change a fucking thing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and the audience will love it. The show will probably be like, yeah. okay. But Jimbo is the epitome of what an all-star is. Yeah. Jimbo is Tammy Brown. It would be really fascinating to see Jimbo get critiqued by Michelle and Rue. Because talk about people not understanding yeah. Jimbo. I think it'd be really fascinating to see. I mean, see he, Jimbo got Michelle, and Jimbo yeah. uh, got destroyed by Michelle because exactly, Jimbo Michelle yeah. hated it. Um, but I, I think, no doubt, the first person in my list that's going to be asked back is Jimbo. Yeah. They'd be, yeah, they'd be stupid not to. So I'm going to say my three that were going to be first asked are going to be Jimbo. Alona, and I'm really going for a personal and a, and a wild card just based on what this episode showed me, Juicebox. Uh-oh. Jane, do you have yours? I do. Yeah, um, go ahead. Mine is Jimbo, Rita. This one's probably not going to happen, but this is just like, like my hopeful Tainomi. Okay. Mine is Jimbo and Juicebox, for sure, for me. And I was going back and forth on my third one because I want to say Scarlet, but I'm just not. I hope it happens. I'm not sure, though. I think Boa, though, would probably be the third one I think would be a first first ask. Yeah, I think I, that's what I'm realizing. This season and Drag Race UK reignited my love for Drag Race, not because of the show itself, but mm-hmm. because of the cast. These shows were cast perfectly i don't know too much about the casting department of um the american version Mm -hmm. but i think they are not looking for the right people they keep 
giving us half of a good cast. Well, both those season series gave us a full cast of people yeah. to adore and love. I, I don't know. I mean, America is full of billion, thousand, million, trillion drag queens at this point. Drag kings, non-binary performers, AFAB, AMAB, trans. They're all here. There is a wealth of options. I don't know if they're not submitting, if they're not submitting properly, if the casting process is not working. I don't know how to replicate this kind of cast and make me fall in love with the American version again. Because, again, I don't know most of the queens on a current season that may be happening um, in 2021. But I already know there's a, pe- a lot of queens that I'm like, I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. I, I Oh, go ahead, Jane. No, Jane, go, go. But I also feel that, like, as much as I really do love American Drag Race, um, I feel like the last, like, couple of seasons have been so overproduced that you could kind of, like, see it almost. You're like, all right, like, that was clearly, like, planned. That was clearly scripted. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like the, I don't want to say like the magic kind of like wore off a little bit, but it it kind of did. But it it also comes down to the challenges. Like the thing that we've all talked Mm -hmm. about before about Drag Race UK is there was one singular scripted acting challenge. And that's all they needed. You got your much better out of it. That's it. Everything else was generated by the artists, whether it was improv and selecting or if it was written or created by them it was their show this season we had two um very interesting acting challenges whatever um it was closer to what we've seen currently but everything felt natural to them give me one acting challenge there's enough shit you need you can do in drag race us and i think the problem is is we have a cast here of 12 we had a cast of 10 in uk there are no filler queens. Yeah. U.S. gives us fucking filler queens to fill extra episodes. Well, I, yeah. And then you I was going like, to With 12, you had two extra episodes where no one went home. Yeah. It's unnecessary. Like, it was a shame at moments in this season where I think maybe one or two where a double save would have been somewhat warranted. But I think you didn't need it. Like, I'm kind of glad because you just to go through it without these extra episodes was refreshing. And I agree that I think with every it's been a relief in the pandemic and stuff to have drag race, Absolutely. but there's a time with celebrity and all that, where I was getting weighed down and I felt the same leading into UK and both of them really rejuvenated mm-hmm. my love of the show. And I do think like you were saying the casting, I feel like it just feels sometimes like the U S casting is just like, we have boxes we have to fill. We need the patch queen, we need this. And it's not like we're looking at just who these artists are, um, but we need to fill these like roles in a television show. Uh, and yeah, it, it comes out and leads to something that's produced, feeling overly produced. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's also, like you were saying, there's so many types of drag queens, so they don't need to. It's not necessary. Like those same type of performers exist in the U.S. We see them in New York all yeah. the time. I don't know why they're not the ones getting called. I think they, is it because a certain someone has more control over it than in other seasons? I don't, yeah. I think it is, but I, um, yeah, and I think in Holland, not talking about it now, but I think we're getting a bearded queen. It's like nice to see, like when oh, you. Oh, we are. Out, yeah, oh, we are. And I think once you step out, it's like having a little more liberty to see like a two-spearded queen, and we'll see what happens on the next season of regular All Stars. But yeah, it is a breath of fresh air. 
give me another pageant, chal- uh, pageant challenge in a U.S. season, <laughs> please. The, that was great. So, what guess. else do you want to see in season two, or what do you not want to see in season two? <laughs> I, I know a few of my answers. You can go first, Luchi. Um, I don't want to see the like. I think it was like the second episode, like the history acting mm-hmm. challenge. Um, no law commercials. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is yeah. what I get back to. When, when when you had like the soup can thing and like the perfume, when it's a branding challenge, yes. that's good. When you're doing law firm, that's nothing to distract. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also like with Drag Race Canada, I would like for them to kind of explain like the history mm-hmm. of like Canada or Drag Race because a lot of the audience is going to... UK did American. a great job with that. Yes. I was they just going to say UK did great at that. Because um, I, I think RuPaul was learning as we were yeah. learning. <laughs> <laughs> and especially even with the guests, like, you know, we're all like, who's Ralph? Yeah. You know? yeah. For them to kind of explain, like, well, Ralph is, or, like, have one of the queens, like, in the talking head being like, oh, I love Ralph. Like, yeah. I have their album. Like, then it's like, okay, thank you. Because we yeah. got that with Ali X. Yes. yes. And it helped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, and now always... I love Ali X. <laughs> That's what they need more of. I also... Get rid of the. Oh, go ahead, Jane. Oh no, sorry. sorry. I would just like a little bit more explanation and um, a better like story narrative because I felt like this season was a little wonky in that department. But yeah, I'm looking forward to their story editors being a little more seasoned. Like they got a season under their belt. Um, I can do without the guest hosts. Every the guest judges being the guest host. I think that was a. It's something they tried. I don't think it worked. Give me a a real squirrel friend like Tracy who does it every week, but then isn't on the judging panel, so you're not feeling like that's a RuPaul thing. I don't know. I just think I could do without these awkward guest judges who are actors but seem to freeze up when they're up there. Also, JBC, I'm sorry that he got chased off Twitter, and I racist trolls are awful, but I think some of the critiques from real fans was warranted and i don't know if we need to see him back. give no. me tracy as the other judge i know like I, but i just feel like yeah i said that earlier i would be here for it and as you said about the, the story editors needing to be seasoned i think that's what's going to happen with the judging panel i think we're going to get these three again i don't know if their chemistry is as strong as they thought when they hired mm-hmm. the three of them um like I've said many times, it takes three people to be RuPaul. It takes a drag queen, it takes a model, it takes an actor. That is what each of them is. I think this show is different and doesn't necessarily need that. Yeah. Is Stacy the right person for the show? Sure. Yeah. Is there someone better? Probably. Is Jeffrey in consideration to be let go i would not be surprised because i think there will be a lot of audience members who are not going to want to hear him talk anymore um i wonder if he changes after watching himself though like i wonder if he watches himself and says oh i was putting on something because although he is he does he puts it on like it's it's very oh honey uh, uh." like it's what you do when you're drunk in a fucking club it's not what you do on television (laughs) yeah and i wonder if he'll see that because all the queens came out and said like he's very genuine and they really got along with him so i, w- I have a feeling they're seeing this other side of them, him in between filming or in parts that were taken out 
Yeah. But I wonder if I don't think they'll let him go after one. I don't think season. so. Either. And I wonder. I will be interested to see how he changes the way he approaches it. Yeah, and I also think that the difference between Jeffrey and someone like Carson and Ross, they are actually natural comedians. That's what they yes. do. They're comedians. He is an actor who sometimes is funny. You can't force yeah. comedy and force shade if you're not a naturally shady person who is allowed to do that. I think that's what they were missing. Like you said, there is like, it takes three people to be RuPaul, but RuPaul also always has his comedic sidekicks. Or right. these well, people and are and again, you have, you have Graham Norton and yeah. Alan Carr, who are, again, comedians. They yes. know what they're doing. Yeah. So I think there needs to be some sort of reevaluation of the roles. Is Brooklyn Heights the right person to host the show? RuPaul never happened. Never let it happen. Should Brooklyn Heights be the sole host? I firmly believe that's the case. Yeah. Or I wonder if they, I could also see them giving the sole hosting job to someone like in the Holland one that does all these things, isn't necessarily a drag queen, and then you have Brooklyn being a constant But he's going to be in drag. He, that's the weird yeah. thing. He's already posted photos of him in drag for the oh, show. Oh, that's going to be, yeah. What is this? <laughs> yeah. I need a lot that's of more information be fascinating. on that one. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I would like to see on season two, actually have Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, yeah. the other thing is, they went an entire season without a Shania Twain lip sync. How did yeah. that happen? I thought the finale was going to be uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Yeah, I, I mean, it should have been. <laughs> so, I was shocked. That's, I think but I think it's a little problematic with this show, so I don't think we're gonna ever going to get that one. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Good point. So, Shania Twain has plenty of other music they could use. That don't impress me much. That's a great one. Go with that one. That's a good one. But... Any other final yeah. closing thoughts? I'm excited to see this season two of this season and more, I think. I'm excited yeah. to see what Canada has more and more of and see how it grows. And Because, like, having maybe not all Canadian guests, ho- like, as the show grows, I think you're going to be able to let it become its own thing in a way. Yeah. That doesn't stick just to the Canadian, the like, Canada jokes and puns and stuff and lets it breathe and be its own show. And I'm very excited for the who we learn to love from them. Yeah, I'm like really curious in terms of like what they learn from this first season that they could like improve on the next season. Yeah. And I'm curious on like um, the new casting of uh, queens that they'll have as well. And also like, please do not show how you judge like the winners. Like, don't show cards passing. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, or I don't want honestly. That. Show me who they voted for. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Give me like an all-stars where we get at the end, like yes, who they voted for. Yeah. Because um, that would be very interesting because that would be throw into the dynamic of maybe they all don't agree. Yeah. Or give me four so there could possibly be a tie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, well, this was so much fun chatting with the two of you about a fun episode. Absolutely. Thank like, you so much for having us. Yeah. Where can we find you on social media? Oh, uh, you can find me on Instagram at CJ Needs and Instagram. Uh, and that's basically the only place I post. Uh, you could find me on Instagram, pick up your mess. Um, your is Y, uh, Y R. And yeah, I post a lot of nonsense on there. <laughs> yeah. And, and when things open up again, I'm sure I'll, you'll both be at the shows and, and cheering yes. on all the New York. We'll be yes, around. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and audience, I thought I was getting a break, but we're going to Holland. <laughs> so let's talk about the Dutch Queens, I'm gonna, I'll say it right now, I'll say it on every podcast, I will be doing a lot of research because I know jack shit about 
the Netherlands. I know jack shit how to speak Dutch. I am terrified of what I'm going to be recapping and how much time I'm going to be putting into it. But we are going to do it because those promo looks were the greatest promo looks ever. Oh my god. So excited. I can't wait. But we'll get to that preview podcast soon. Thank you both for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Michael. This is great. A giant thank you to CJ and Jane for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.